welcome to the LARP Noobs. We're hitting into Friday, mm-hmm. E4 2022. Yeah. And um, I'm going to preface what I've got to say during uh, probably the rest of the event with uh, I treat this very much this event like a holiday uh, it's been a long year and I just really wanted to have a cracking time mm-hmm. and it was an amazing event but what is amazing for me maybe doesn't make the best listening for you so I apologise in advance if what I have to Jeez. say is basically I had a really good time seeing all the people I love having a cracking time and not necessarily doing that much. And I don't regret it at all. Dude, I don't understand why people enjoy listening to us. I think there's like a certain level where you just have to be like, we'll do our thing. Yeah. There are other LARP podcasts out there. Yeah. Right. Uh, and actually, so really, 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 really good ones. Good ones. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. LARPs and Tarps. There's um, To Have and To Roll. Yeah. Uh, Fancy Nuts. Hefty Yeti's doing his thing. There's a whole bunch a whole of people bunch. out there doing it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Band Shatter Song Diaries. Yes, really good. Yeah. Um, God, I'm going to miss some off. Yeah, there. we're going to miss some off. And if we did, that's and not on purpose. We're, we're, yeah. You feel free to hate us yeah. for it. Um, <laughs> no, so um, there, setting up, uh, I think we were all kind of a little bit worried about the weather, um, but yeah. we actually got things set up pretty, pretty fairly well. Yeah, uh, we, some people. On Thursday, we, we set up pretty quickly, right? And got yeah. everything sorted. On Thursday evening, yeah. there was. I went for a little nappy nap, um, and then the weather hit, like, and it was like an attack, right? Like, it was just, it went from it being a little cloudy, some angry looking clouds, to a downpour, like a fucking deluge, thunder, lightning, Mm -hmm. the whole caboodle, um, really, really intense lightning storm, basically. It flooded Bung's Um, tent. And yeah, it flooded Bung's tent out, it flooded uh, Simon's tent out. Um, basically, I think like the, uh, the the ground sheet uh, and the ground, yeah. well, there wasn't quite enough distance there, and it just poured in. Poured in, yeah. Um, and bear in mind, we've had a bit of a quite heavy drought um, in the UK recently. Had a little bit of rain, yeah. which has prepped the ground a bit, which yes. is good. Yeah. Um, but there was a. I, I can. I, I. I'm sure we are not alone in Empire that people got their shit flooded out. Yeah. Right. Like that yeah. must have hit a lot of people. I um, remember at one point I was under the awnings. We have like this kind of. Uh, Three meter awning. Yeah, we were yeah. all kind of crammed under there, and you were in the tent. Yeah, and I was uh, looking across at you, and I was yeah. thinking, like, do, do I make the run to the tent? And it's like we're talking like ten meters. If that, and it, but it, the, the, the rain was like just sleeting down. I was like, I'm coming over. And it was like I was I was like shouting up to you up a mountain, like we're almost at the top. Yeah, <laughs> and I just sprinted over. And I'm in my full regalia at this point, so I'm like, <laughs> it was, do not want to get soaked. Brutal, but like, um, the you know, everyone everyone pitched in, yeah. um, just tried to help uh, the tents that were there, yeah. use a, a broom to try and sweep out most of it. Yeah, uh, I felt sorry for uh, Simon and that, like having to put it up literally in the rain. It was it was a lot to do. <sighs> it's it's it it's the nature of the beast with these yeah. heavy lightning st- thunderstorms that yeah, yeah. showers. It literally downfalls. came, and the thing is, it was one of those things where half an hour later ended literally half an hour later yeah. it was a lovely evening wasn't it yeah i well, I, I trudged around on thursday wearing my uh my waterproof jacket and i it, was boiling yes. and it was really humid and gross yeah, and yeah. i was like man i feel like an idiot for even taking this jacket out you know but i think once we all got settled in obviously thursday was was a good time uh and then into friday it was uh it was nice it was kind of nice to go into an event uh and i didn't really have a lot to do uh and i hadn't sort of i'd set like a couple of things on the agenda, mm-hmm. uh, but other than that, the agenda was basically just to have a good time. 
Yeah, and, and I, I did. I actually had like a similar mindset. So I, I got pretty drunk on Thursday. But Friday, I was like, I'm not drinking till at least eight o'clock, right? Yeah. I'm not, no alcohol will touch my lips because I want to yeah. put, dedicate to the game. But at the same time, I was like, the whole weekend was like, like I was, I, I talked about this in the pre lot, but like the situation with Yarm, the place I'm ambassador to, it's just incredibly grim. Yeah. Like, and there was a kind of, weird piece in the fact is that it's just like hey like i've i've like my room to maneuver has become so small there's probably like a a german or a japanese word to sum up this feeling of like zen through like imminent doom imminent doom yeah (laughs) Yeah. and just like kind of like being like hey like i don't need to i i i've i've tried my best i people know my position i've gone through and i've done my due diligence i've spoken to the military council and the nine and the imperial mint and i've spoken to different senators and all this stuff the the different ambassadors i've done all this right and all of that has led to us being in an even worse situation than we are now so it's just like for me it was like this kind of ah yeah relax yeah 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 relax like whatever happens next is like what like it's fine you know so i actually i actually had was you know really chill place throughout all of this it was really nice um i went off and did a, a slave raid um uh i we cr- smashed the assavians yeah, uh, awesome. ruined their their evil slavery economy um obviously they're very grumpy about this. Yeah. But the cool thing is, not only do you get to, as a, as a fleet captain, get to go and smash some slavers with my big mm. burly boys, yeah. but um, you get paid. Yeah. You get paid sweet stuff, right? And, and there's interesting things in your little, player pack. It's probably the best things to say. Little spicy things in the player pack. Yeah. And that is all I will have to say yeah. about that. But, but I like, think that's interesting. That's what I like is that those people who go off on, on fleets and military units, uh, I think obviously there was some people who say went down the hole to fight all the monsters and stuff. It was in that thingy's um, hole. Um, oh, uh, Lorenzo's. Lorenzo's hole. Yeah, and like you also, kinda... by the way, the all of the the double entendre with yes. all of this. Hilarious. It's like for a game that is like, um, there's always like a little winky face, um, like yeah. a little oh, a yeah. little winky face with this. But yeah, a load of people went down Lorenzo's hole to plug it up, yeah. um, and uh, came back with some all kinds of cool stuff. Some, there's there was loot. Yeah, up, down that hole basically, yeah. <laughs> um, and they really got they really got up in there. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, from there, I think uh, for myself, really, uh, the chain of events just were going to standing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd obviously, I, I don't normally, I normally leave this till quite the last minute, but this time I actually took the time to read all the the wins and the you read all of them well, as much as all the ones that were pertinent to our interests. I'd kind of you know, tried to read around those. So I kind of went in kind of already knowing a fair bit. I'd spoken to a few people as well through letters and stuff. So I kind of was aware of a lot of the stuff, but it was I, kind of, ki- it was cool to sort of hear all the things being announced at standing and, and stuff. And like, yeah, but, I, I did the same. Um, usually the, uh, I think, I think I'm right in saying this, the ambassadorial stuff, the diplomat stuff is always the last thing out. This mm. is both good and bad, right? Like, uh, but it's like, for me, mine was very, very short and yeah. like kind of exciting. I had um, a meeting an NPC on the Saturday yeah. who's from Yarm, which was like one of my main OC reasons for becoming an ambassador was to mm-hmm. hang out and meet and chat to foreign dignitaries. It's just a cool thing. So I was looking forward to that. But yeah, standing was great. Yeah. Um, 
it's always nice to see the amount of new players that yes. are joining um, the, 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 the nation. Um, I don't know what other nations do, but we do this thing where we kind of ask everybody... It sounds kind of weird, but we ask everybody to kind of come into the centre of the Navari circle just so we can kind of like cheer them, basically, and Put celebrate them up. join. Are you a new player? Put your hand up. Stand in the middle. Everyone, if yeah. you see these people, be nice to them. Yeah. Everyone gives them a big clap and a cheer, yeah. and it's, it's wholesome, right? But there, there, each summit, there's been loads and loads of new people. We like, fill that square, uh, we fill the circle, the, yeah. the, the, the Songs and Stories mm. circle, every time. Navarre has, like, exploded over the last it's year. It's massive. Actually, I want to talk about that later, actually, if I yeah. remember. But, um, um, you, you spoke at Fawns Council. I mean, uh, standing, uh, standing. Yeah, I just did my uh, Navarre thing. One thing I wanted to do was uh, introduce uh, Silver as well as, like, a point of contact. Uh, Is he your proxy now? He's like he was kind of he's like acting second essentially for just for basic and and basically arranges the skirmishes and stuff like that and that works really well. I uh, mean, he does. He does. He actually does the job. Right. Like if you're I looking for, yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's he he is he is actually. What is what what is it you do? Oh well, I you know I just have a, a an outrageous charisma. I think that just draws people you're naturally. The, you're the Steve Jobs. <laughs> of, uh... Look, I, I find talented people and I put them in places of importance. Um, there no. is a skill to that, but <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so uh, that was nice. That was really lovely to do, actually. Um, but other than that, it was really nice because, of course, there's two really important Navari interests. I mean, there's there's others, but the, the two big ones were the idea that we could throw a whole bunch of military units uh, going to basically get a, a chance to have a look at a Valorn Heart, the first okay. one it's in really 300 funny. years. Because usually you have like, uh, yeah, so we're going to go off military units, go and find out what's going on in this Valorn Heart. So they have like military strength, right? From zero to 5,000, this happens. And it goes all the yeah, way yeah, yeah. up, right? In these little brackets of what's happened. The last one was literally like, be the first people to see a Valorn Heart in 300 years. Yeah, And that's like... Jesus Christ yeah. like that's fucking but it's not like you get anything for it you literally just get to go and have a look-see well there's suggestions actually as you go we'll start to, there'll be from what I could gauge that there's opportunities to basically get old relics and stuff like that oh interesting I, there is. I, I think there might be things that people get in their player packs I don't know but similar Ultra to the Monster Holy I, I don't know I'm not promising any of that by the way but it's like oh. there was uh, from what I can remember in the reading, uh, and this is a very dyslexic person reading the the winds, uh, I think there was kind of mentions of different sort of strengths because it's like if you do this, if it, this many military units go, you get this, this, it's this, 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 and it goes down until you get to the big whammy at the bottom, which is like be the first people to see the Vlorn Heart. But some of the other tiers were like get some stuff. The oh, Trunial stuff it always reminds me of the you know uh, the Eldar and the Drukari in 40k yeah. how they had like a giant orgy and it turned it yeah. like the, it manifested chaos and yeah. destroyed like half of it that it's got very vibey of that I don't know if it, again I'm completely talking out my ass yeah. but like I love the idea of what what might be discovered deep in lands that yeah, haven't yeah, been yeah. like a human soul hasn't walked through those lands in such a long time, right? Yeah, I know you actually weirdly. Uh, you, <laughs> I know you weren't super keen on this, but I kind of I was trying to find some link into uh, oh my god bubbles and stuff, but and basically the idea. But through doing that, you just read little bits of law, and I thought it was actually just to talk really more about the law. I thought it was interesting. Like there was this whole thing about. Oh, the old symbols of old Turinia were like straight and angular and jagged and if you look at them compared to the Navari symbols now they're actually curved and flowing and sort of dancing essentially mm-hmm. I just think that's kind of all there's all of that sort of stuff like what does that mean why is it that way you know what 
what has changed? You know, what are the what's the relationship between the the trods and the Valorn? And these are all interesting questions how, that how... you can pursue on the field. Like, go and seek out the expert on the Valorn, who is amazing, by the way. Yeah, they're really like, there's the, there's yeah. like actually when you take these positions, like they have been doing, and actually push the boat out, you get opportunities like our second really mm. important in, interest, which was the, as this opportunity to build well, to upgrade this library to basically make it. Uh, I, I said in the, in the pre-lark, but basically to start the Manhattan Project to find out a way to destroy Valorn Hearts. It's amazing. It's like finding out Christmas is coming from Navarre, basically. It's, it's, it's the big really, one. It's the big one. It's, 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 we, we spoke about this before, yeah. that we are... Our goal as as players in Navarre is to destroy a Valorn Heart. That's like winning the game for us, right? That's that's a that's a win condition for us in Navarre is to... And, or as Navarre players, I should say, is to... The idea of, like, you get to destroy a forlorn yeah. heart would be amazing. It's also... It, like, the thing is, PD often... Essentially, Brucey's price is right. A lot of these things at the level where... Uh, they're, they're, they're doable. They're doable uh, achievements, but they require a lot of work. But also, they give you that idea of... And what, what it kind of reminded me was... Because N- Navarre, as a as a... Uh, a nation is very much defined by the relationship with the Valorn. Now, obviously, we're talking way, way in the future, literally, literally, literally years yes. in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But imagine what it would be to be Navarre with no Valorn, or to be at that much. Like, what? How would Navarre start to to act culturally if they were down to the they were they were on the route to destroy the last Valorn heart? And had to start thinking about what the future would actually be, well, I think, and all of those kind of but questions. But dude, I think it's gonna be really interesting to see. Like, we don't still understand the full nature of oh, the Valorn, of course, right? Like, I think our relationship with the Valorn will become significantly more complex yes. the more we understand about it, right? Yeah. Like, uh, this uh, this is me just I, I know nothing. Um, no, we we both know nothing. But I just uh, what I find interesting is it's it, a lot of this stuff makes me think of parallels in history, like those like uh, similar to that. Like, what was it like to be in those closing years of any of the epic wars of the past mm. when they were drawing towards the close and people had to think even before the war was finished they were thinking about what reconciliation um, looks like Cylons uh, Battlestar Galactica all of that stuff, right? like loads of good stuff that like what does re- reconciliation look like reconciliation sorry um, and I, I think there's going to be some sort of choice mm. between do we destroy or do we I'm like we could even see a world where the Valorn are a weapon that we can use, right? Like there are, there is, oh, no, this, it could get yeah, all kinds yeah, of spicy. Yeah, yeah. Let's, we let's, should, we shouldn't speculate too much. We're, we're but what I mean is, we're getting, yeah, yeah. It, so it's a huge, huge opportunity, loads of things to do, but all of these things, as I said, really require a lot of resources and a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, and that ended up being, with limited success, a lot of my, uh, weekend was essentially just running around trying to pull in a couple of favours, ask a couple of people where their military units were going yeah. in different nations. And interestingly, Gellert is more focused on the opportunity to go and crush the pirates. And they're like, there's yeah. this, there's this um, uh, slaver bay type yeah. thing, which is like a pirate area, and basically. The opportunity is that we've now discovered this, and if we go and screw, like mess that up, then they're going to be uh, it's going to basically wreck the economies of like the slaver nations, yeah. like Yarm, Asaveya, um, the Grendel, you know. Uh, yeah, and it's basically like for me, like the reason why I'm into diplomacy is because 
that's the way that we might be able to try and work out how to end end this terrible yeah. practice around the world. Um, there are some interesting stuff to do with the Thule and how they... That they, was very interesting. I still don't fully understand it. I haven't read all of it about it, but they're basically not a slaver nation now, although... So, yeah, basically they wanted to essentially to, I think, diplomatically force our hand to a certain degree to help them by removing the argument that we have against them that they're slavers. Yep. So they were like, we will no longer be slaver nation essentially and they returned all of their uh yep. the, their sort of imperial slaves yep. uh and essentially have stopped the practice of slavery i'm sure that still doesn't still means uh, people who are there have not very nice conditions as, as some very real world stuff just because you recede slavery doesn't mean that you're not getting rid of like some of the social uh problems mm. in in those societies right like it's a fucking great step i would actually really like to see this generally as part of um the, the how PD approach the game. I think there's some there's some uncomfortable stuff with a lot of this stuff, especially in the time that we live in, which is like I want to have a fun and engaging and nuanced game. Um, the problem with the idea of slavery versus slavery, not slavery, is like no one in their right mind, especially in 2022, is going to be like, yeah, hey, let's fucking do this, right? Yeah. It's it's kind of distasteful and a little bit tone deaf a lot of the times when it's kind of played in the game. So. I would personally like to see this becoming less of the big hot topic issue that dominates all foreign policy and become mm. like, hey, the Druze are dicks. We yeah. know they're dicks. Yeah. Fuck yeah, they keep slaves. They're awful people. Um, maybe some of the other nations, it'd be nice if they would step back a little bit, make it far less black and white on the international stage, basically. I don't know whether that's going to happen, but we'll, we'll see, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, right? I mean, the, the Thule, I think, are, are quite an interesting one because obviously essentially we're allied to them in fact we, yeah. we might even be allied to them i'm not sure what the actual position is we have a very very big understanding or or there is some like well, uh, we literally the the they have conjunction weird... was to help the thaw yeah which we sent sounds a lot like an alliance yeah right? it was you know the imperial hero is going out to uh, look after interests directly relating to the thaw and theirs yeah right? so it's like it, it, it was interesting. It's actually interesting to have these much more nuanced, much more complicated relationships. It's not like all orcs who aren't the Imperial orcs are like, kill, kill, kill. You know, even though I have a feeling the Thule, I haven't really looked deep into their the lore. The Thule are still dicks. They're really bad, right? Yeah, they're, they're really bad. still dicks, but like... They're not the, the Druze, right? But, 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 <laughs> but like, I think the kind of like, the tonal nature of literally slavery mm. is really just it's a hard sell nowadays it's like i don't know whether it was ever right like politics is always moving but i, I don't know it's interesting i don't want to fucking get on my yeah. soapbox or even be at the virtue signal about this or whatever but like you can make your own minds up at home um, so from standing uh it flowed straight into fawns council for me mm. uh and um that basically the the big thing there was the election of the general the quiet step uh brenos won uh Lich. yeah I mean, there there was no question there. It was actually really cool to see uh, another player stood and mm -hmm. like full on props to like you know, like because it, it's nice to have someone else stand and yeah. give it a go. And actually, I think did a really good job. Like it's, answered all the questions uh, again, and, and, and approached it with just the right attitude. When you're facing someone like Brenos in an election for generalship of the Quiet Step, yes, like you have to go in with a certain. You know, to be the person who just, just... And I literally think they just decided there and then they would stand for it. Just yeah. to make it 
a thing and actually I think earned a lot of props and I have a lot of respect for that. Absolutely. I, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in this. I've been telling uh, my, um, my my Yarmish contingent, my little um, my little crew of uh, delegations and proxies is like, go for the thing. Yeah. Like, you'll, even if you get knocked back, you'll, you'll put your face out there. You'll yeah. be known. You'll be much closer to the things you want to do. You might even be able to work closely with the person that won the election. Mm-hmm. That isn't a guarantee. But like, there's loads of stuff to do with... Um, by getting out there, talking to senators, yeah. talking to all these different groups, like that's game, yeah. and it's like really, really good. Um, if you're going to go up against Brenos, who is like got a wonderful track record, yeah. really well respected, yes. like that's a tough gig to try yeah. and uh, do that. It, it was done in just the right style. Uh, Rook, I think, is the name of the player who did it. Who's uh, one of the Dread Shields. The Dread Shields were fantastic, by the way. Uh, we'll get maybe into them a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, yeah, mad props. Just like it's, it's a, a wonderful thing to do. But obviously, super pleased to have Brenos as general. That was fantastic. We also had the election for uh, Voice of Forms, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Georg won that. Oh, he did, Brilliant. yeah. And and uh, like massive props. Like uh, he's been a real cool touchstone for me. Like yeah. he actually like always comes up to me, gives me the intel on on all the things. We share a lot of information. He tells me about what the objectives are. He's he's a really passionate player. Yes, he loves engaging with stuff. Like he's the guy who. Um, when uh, one of my friends was like, "Oh, I'm being uh, I'm being accosted by this briar in 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 Navarre," and I'm like, "Does he look like this?" And they're yeah. like, "Yeah, that's the guy." And I'm like, "Oh, I'll go and talk to him." Yeah, went and talked to him and like, "Hey, uh, hey, Georg, there's been a bit of a yeah. problem like this. Heard you've been a bit angry at this guy." And he says, "Yeah, but they they wrote it in the paper." Right. And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, but like sometimes I hate to tell you this, but sometimes like sometimes the paper gets it wrong. Like yeah. they're trying their best, but yeah. sometimes they might like you know." make a mistake in there and he was like what like what do you put they wrote down why would they and it was just really fun yeah. game He's... and then by the end of the conversation was like uh, Georg knows me we've got yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. A, a pretty good track record he knows what, what Gellert's about it was just like okay well if if Gellert says it's fine then it's it's probably fine you know it's, it's cool because really he, like tell us is a lot sometimes like oh, really? the, the way I the, the way I sort of I, I am and uh, but and and, and his relationship with me is something that's really cool. Like, you know, like I, I, we have like a, a similar vision in a weird way. And I think like there's a, there's sort of, it, it's, it's cool. It's really cool. So I was really pleased to see him win it. Uh, he's a, he's a great, a great person for it. Um, yeah. I wanted to touch on briefly. Um, there's loads of musicians in Navarre at the mm-hmm. moment. And like, there's someone that's playing a saxophone. There's someone that's playing a guitar. There's like, um, just these sounds mm. around the camp is fucking great. Yes. Like, it's really magical and adds to the whole thing, especially, like, with Navari culture of being into, um, like, performance and mm-hmm. telling stories and singing and all that stuff. It's, there's just this wonderful, creative, mm. and, and, like, just it's just great. So I saw some great jams between actually different groups of musicians yeah. just literally come together and start playing together just yeah. off the cuff and stuff. And another really cool thing that's happened is uh, the creation of the uh, Sparrow stage and then the market, which was a really... I mean... No, we should uh, talk about that. If we should bring about, it up, we should yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful. I think it's really good. Songs and Stories is an institution and yeah. it's outrageously good. Um that circle can only support a certain amount of people, okay? Yeah. Like, that's just the way it is. It's a physical location. We don't have grandstands. We don't have yeah. uh, amplification. Yeah. It's meant to be a um, an intimate, 
yeah. uh, experience for people to be able to go and perform um, from a range of different skill sets um, to try and like you know test yourselves and also entertain and maybe inform people around that circle. Mm. It's so good, but having different stages and different mm-hmm. areas to perform in and have a different yeah. uh, mentality to those like having this camp uh, having um, the, and also having it it's the Sparrow stage we love Sam yeah. we love Sparrow uh, yeah. dearly departed Sparrow having a stage named after a character like him is perfect and also it's a very different vibe it's a little stage next to a bar if you go there there will be people drinking and having fun in conversations and you perform and you can engage with the crowd. It's just a very different tone to what Songs and Stories is. I'll speak on this now because uh, it's actually something that happened on Saturday, but because we're talking about Sparrow yep, Stage, yep, I'll yep. speak about it now. Um, a, I, I can't remember the name, but somebody from uh, Embercast mm. uh, performed on the Sparrow Stage and mm. sung a song about Sparrow. It was really emotional and then sang in their set a song uh, about the Embercast and like, uh, the, like essentially like their song, and I was there with uh, Fionn, uh, and it was so moving, like because what I know how hard they've worked and they're like really good friends, like Sophie and James and uh, and and Justin and all the people who are part of Embercast. They're really they're it's a lot of talent. In yeah, that. they're really talented, but they're also just really nice people yeah. and they've worked really hard to build like a really awesome community hey, yeah. uh, and to hear the song and to, like I got emotional for them right because I, I, I could see that they were all emotional to hear the song on the stage in the market everybody was like listening we had all the benches up which is another really cool thing in the market there's these wonderful benches mm-hmm. that um, Alison's made and they just have put them all out it was so good. The whole vibe down there is really, really good. It was amazing. I know, amazing, I know when they yeah. first started, traffic wasn't too high in there. It's building now. It's a place yeah. for players from any nation to come in and just exist, grab mm-hmm. a drink, maybe do some shopping. Yeah. Um, uh, I think our senators meet there uh-huh. on a Friday night or Saturday night. I can't yeah. remember which one. But there's 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 a real it's a real nice social space yes song and stories is not a place to chat and catch up and yeah. have some light entertainment in the background then the market and the bar is yes. right um also they it's as as simple as it sounds having a couple of braziers and having benches actually public seating yeah is something that is not freely available Do, in it, the whole of anvil the whole of anvil right the whole thing doesn't have benches to sit down yeah. on and just to hang in like yeah. There's very few, but it's a lot maybe, of walking. Bear you can maybe say Verushka has that. Yeah. The Orc camp has that. Oh, individual camps. Will, no, no, but no. no. I think yeah. I think those are actually public. Oh, right. right. Like, okay. Because yeah. they have big, large fire yeah. uh, areas where you can sit down on. But I don't think many other nations do have that big public space. A lot of them are more mm. private endeavors yeah. which which the market is but i don't feel like the people that are set up the the market are doing it like a private venture yeah. they're doing it like a national interest yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it, uh, it's been amazing the whole the market experience is wonderful great yeah. um, i actually had a, a person from uh the ember cars actually do my hair and did some wonderful braids it's getting to the point where i had uh three braids one going over the top two yeah. going over the side going back and oh my god to not have to faff with my hair or look like yeah. a fucking crazy person the entire weekend because yeah. uh, my hair goes very uh, your hair's looking great dude like I really like um, like how you what you've done with your hair but it's cool like yeah. I like uh, and you're doing the same right like, you've, yeah. you've it's got been nice hair now. I actually I've got like um, longer hair crew so coming from like uh, I started going grey when I was 18 I was like fully grey pretty much by the time I was 23 mm-hmm. which was you know is not 
a general experience for people. Not positive. You know, usually, it's not right? like, like it's something that like, yeah. you carry with you, right? Yeah. Um, and it was like, I got loads of really nice compliments about Dude, my it hair. Great. It was really good. It was actually it like, like a, I know this is a very egotistical thing, but it was actually genuinely like a fucking manga character. It was, it was awesome. really nice for my, my personal self-esteem. So thank anyway, you. Anyway, let's, let's move yeah. on from yeah. our, our egotistical hair talking. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I had, um, my 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 team um, is made up of Agni, who's uh, played by Millie um, uh, Keys, who oh guys Jesus um, <laughs> played by played Bung. By Bung. Uh, we had a Ryan's character is part of our group. Paige wasn't there this time, but like my little crew was like it's really nice having my team, and I'm still always worried about the fact is that I'm just like. Hey, who wants to come and spend your entire weekend following me around mm. having meetings, yeah. right? Like, and it's kind of like, oh, lame. But, like, they come into it with such a good attitude yeah. and are, like, really, really up for it and really help me, like, well, generally. Like, so so Agni is so good because she takes notes on everything. Mm. She's a really comfortable, confident note taker, which means, and I am not, yeah. okay? Like, if I went to a meeting, my notes would be, like, a little stick figure and, like, a couple of words that don't have yeah. any meaning to each other. So having her come along helps me to be able to be, like, I can just focus on the conversation I'm having mm. and Agni will write all this down. Um, she was coming up with, like, to the point where we were, like, I was like, what are, what are we doing today? And she was like, you've got this meeting at two, you've got this at three, you've got this then. And yeah. like, I'm like, okay, cool. And then we'll be like, okay, team break. We even had things like where people were up for like going off and doing things on their own. Like I was yeah. just like, we can't do this. Like, I'll, I'll, I can do that. You know, this sort of thing. Having a good team behind you or being mm-hmm. part of that team is fucking awesome. Yeah. It's how the game is meant to be played. Yeah. And I love it. it. It it brings a lot of strength to me as my character yeah. and my 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 job. I um, think as well you've identified uh awesome people but also people with skills that yeah. fill in all the weaknesses in Absolutely. your own skill set. And this is something you you can because we can't all be, you know, fully broadly scoped in all of the skills and even if you were you still won't be able to get everything done because nope. you're only one physical person. Yep. It's nice bouncing stuff off with people. Mm-hmm. If I have a meeting with someone, I can talk to my team and be yeah. like, how do you think that went? Yeah. Like, here's my version of what happened and, yeah. and the vibe I'm getting of things. Yeah. And then people will be like, oh, I don't trust this person. I do trust this person. Yeah. This person seems honest. I don't know why this is happening. Hey, isn't it interesting that this person said this when this other person said this? And it's like mm. really good to bounce off and have yeah, that yeah, game yeah. with yeah, people, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, Rather yeah. than just kind of having this internal thing. Um, love my team. Um, there was... So basically, we were heading off. Where were we going? So I had my diplomatic meeting at uh, nine. So I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I've got a few hours. What I'll do is I'll go around and I'll touch base with a couple of people. And on that little trip, uh, I bumped into a nice uh, Brass Coast lady um, and her team. And then we were just like, we were just having a bit of a chat. And we were like, hey, why don't we, uh, it's going to be fun going and smash those fucking slavers, right? And we're like, hell yeah. And then we were like, uh, actually, we're going over here to try and get a ritual cast on Mm. us. Uh, and we were like, I was like, hey, I need a ritual cast on me as well. And it's like, hey, why don't we have a walk around? We looked yeah. at a few different camps. And then they were like, the ones we went to couldn't help. But then they were like, oh, they directed us, this camp should be. And you know the mm. big pyramid Brass Coast tent where yes. Violet hangs out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The and one. I was like, I know people there. Yeah. Like, come on down. So I just said it to, I don't know Violet's uh, character name, but... I said to like, hey, looking to get this done. And she was just like, come in, grab a drink. Yeah. Like, we're, we're like, have a good time. Like, uh, And then it was just like, Here we, here's this person that can do the ritual for us. 
So there was a bit of chat about how expensive it would be. It was quite expensive at six mana, yeah. um, which is a lot of resources, right? Yeah. But I have been screwing away stuff yeah. here and there, like little yeah. bits. Um, well, I mean, you need to get some together anyway for your win messages and stuff like that. So yeah, so have I have hand, I have right? a lot of iridescent gloaming, and yeah. I have a, a little bit of mana just yeah. in the back burner, so I can actually do that. Um, so I went back and I was like, hey, I think I have enough. Like, let me go and check, and I'll go and get some. I might have some spare if you need some. The other person yeah. had theirs. But... Um, Dude, it was awesome, right? So we uh, we get there and like they bring over this very flamboyant gentleman, and he was just like, you know, obviously brass coat. He's wearing like gold and like fl- he just looked great, right? And he was like, okay, let's do this thing, and we're doing this thing called um, what's it called? Blood and salt or salt and blood, whatever. Blood it- and salt, I think it's called. Uh, basically, it's a ritual that um, increases your um, fleet strength uh, and basically makes it twice as effective from yes. a level, level yeah. one I think that yeah. is uh, I know I've probably got that wrong but hey it boosts my fleet up and makes it super good it also yeah. like the idea of like it turns me and my lads into like bloodthirsty yeah. like which kind of they start rowing like that bit of uh, twins where Arnie is like rowing yeah. and moving like a speedboat yeah and we just get up there and just like just start ripping people in half <laughs> do you know what I mean with our bare hands do you know what I mean like just death to slavers you know yeah. um, so I wanted to get that done I wanted to get that done early as well so I didn't have to think about it anymore and this opportunity was just so good um they come out and they're like okay you'll need your you need your weapons and we had weapons with us and a, yeah. and a beverage and then they got two uh people inside the camp to play the slavers the evil slavers boo hiss and he started doing this uh this ritual where it was like describing like the evil slavers and how cowardly they are and how they'd be destroyed and then he's like going on you you're gonna be all like mega and mm. strong and you do the stuff and then we drew our weapons and like it all gets big climactic like very theatrical yeah. very fun really well done and then basically we end up just kind of like batting the slavers <laughs> and they all fell down it's still the ground was still really wet and they were like oh yeah let's maybe not do this where it's like uh you know whatever but it was really great I like, love uh, I think it's dramaturgy or whatever it is like that that way of doing magic is really fun it's it, so good th- like I love I saw a few different rituals being done over the weekend and there mm. were so many different ways to, 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 to do it to, to do it Which, like yeah. um, and this way I loved yeah. it was really fun it was performative like there was a crowd of people uh, come to watch who were all cheering and having fun with it awesome. and I felt cheated up by it I was yeah. like my fleet's going to go and like absolutely yeah it's going to go let's go kick some ass yeah. Um, but yeah really really fun thank you for, for, for being a part of that um that's when I had my first alcoholic beverage, actually, in that tent. That was good. Um, because I was then going off to the diplomatic meeting. Okay. Bear in mind, like, I'm just expected to be, like, just have ha- just to have the shit kicked out of me, okay? Because right. it's just, like, yarn be bad, everything bad now, you did the bad. You, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah. but no, it was more like, I think when you get to a certain point, it's yeah. like kicking a puppy, Okay. Right. <laughs> so I had a whole bunch of people throughout the throughout the weekend who come up to me and go, Oh, I read The Winds of Fortune, I'm really sorry. Yeah. Right? Like loads of this. Yeah. Um I also had people who were um like I wouldn't say like political adversaries, people that I had had uh, adversarial conversations yes. with yeah. who came up to me and literally buried the hatchet, who yeah. were just like That's cool. Hey, like I really love what you're doing, like it's really fun like having this kind of like adversarial thing with you. Uh, you are working your ass off. 
Uh, it really sucks that this has happened. You know, like yeah. I, I, but it's like really nice to see all these kind of like what what were very adversarial figures becoming mm. more like extremely sympathetic. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. Like we've missed each other on a whole bunch of issues. Yeah. Um, uh, fault on both sides. Yeah. Let's move on from this. Like, there's no more. That's cool. Yeah, really cool. That anyway, is cool. I uh, went to the meeting. We're supposed to get these diplomatic um, correspondence, which is like a special thing just for me as ambassador. Basically tells me, like it, it literally says, you don't have to share this information with anyone. Yeah. You're under no obligation. This is just for you, how you deal with this information. Which right. is really cool game, by the oh, way. really cool. Also yeah. a lot of trust, right? Yeah. Like, um, they had, um, unfortunately, I think the plot team were quite delayed. So the meeting was at nine. We didn't mm. receive our packs till half nine. Wow. Right? right. And I expected mine to be quite short. Mine was a page and a half. Wow. Okay. Mainly stuff I knew or at least yeah. confirming stuff. what I understood yeah. it to be. Right. Um, really good read. Always, always enjoy those packs. Really enjoy yeah. them. And the amount of effort that must go into all these different yes. things around yeah. the empire, not yeah. just the diplomatical, but really interesting. Um, so the first half an hour was a general chit chat about what was going on. Oh, I forgot one thing. Um, I haven't talked to the players, so I won't mention their name, but they are an ambassador to Asaveya. I know you'll probably be able to figure that out, but it's important yeah. that I think that they are an orc. Um, they came up to me and were like, hey, uh, I spoke to uh, Udu, um, who's an orc that I spoke to at the player event, yeah. and he said, um, oh yeah, I know, I know Udu, and he goes to me, he spoke very highly of you, and I went, well, I think Udu's great, and he says, that's a very hard thing like to happen right uh, Udu's like um, uh, an older orc right because yes. they have like the white skin when they yeah, get yeah, like yeah. he's old. an older yeah. orc he doesn't take shit yeah, off yeah, anyone yeah. he's very direct yeah. very very yeah really cool I really like the guy by the way mm. like uh, I like the guy and I like no, the I think character I've, right? I think I've been drinking um, yeah. but a cool character and very hard so it was like the way he said that's like a very hard thing to do or yeah. whatever like it's like that's like that's yeah, a that's thing it. and it was just like that 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 interaction was immediately made me feel really good about like a whole bunch of stuff because it was like, oh man, like and like the way he was like, we should definitely talk and like you know get to know each other better was like one of those things which was just like I love the cascade of those events. Yeah, what I quite like actually, and uh, I think I've spoken about this in a, a few previous events is actually you'll be surprised the diplomatic goodwill you can do by just going around and talking to other people from other nations and just having a, a meeting of minds on different conversations hey, introducing your character I can do. actually genuinely improve diplomatic relations for, yeah, for, for those that don't know I went to a player event um, and uh, my intention was because there were a bunch of orc players there was to go and talk to orc players about my role as ambassador to Yarm which is a yeah. slave nation yeah. and basically be like listen I'm worried about my soul I want to be held accountable for my actions and I want to check with you what I'm doing isn't wrong mm. like if you like if you if you think I'm what I'm doing is wrong then let me know and I want to be held accountable because I want to represent all the citizens of the empire not just the political bodies but mm. the citizens right um so we had a really good in-depth hardcore chat about mm. orcs humans slavery mm-hmm. my position uh, the nature of the way all this stuff like yeah. real good hardcore that's rp awesome. like spicy good that's great um and yeah, to have this character who is very well respected come up to me and like throw like throw down an olive branch and basically be like, hey, like we should talk and yeah. and, and and get to know each other better. It was just like a really nice little thing, That's lovely. you know? Yeah, really nice. Um, had our meeting, all got our packs. Um, there are many resources at the Empire. 
brevity is in very short supply in all yes. aspects of the game. Yeah. Um, so we only had half an hour, so people really had to kind of like cram it in. Cram in like this is what's going on with this, blah 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 blah, blah and the smash through yeah. or a lot of quite complicated stuff. Yeah. But it was really good. Another um, good reason to have your team with you, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah I got I, I read through mine. I gave it to Agni. I gave it to um, Keys to read yeah. through, right? Like, I want all of my team to know exactly what I know, right? Yeah. Like, I need all of my team to be able to represent me if I'm not there. Yeah. If I get... If I get shanked, if I get if I get mm-hmm. the if I get the runs and I can't go to a meeting, yeah. I need everyone to be able to represent me, right? Yeah, like yeah. Um, I'm, I, Agni's going to be my actual proxy, by the way, yeah. going forward. Um, but the um, yeah, so we had this meeting. I did my piece, and basically it was nice because I got to go like things are really bad. Um, these are the reasons why they're bad. Um, if we do anything else that's going to piss them off, basically uh, we will go to a war that we can can't afford and we won't win. Right, yeah. and and there was no kickback. There was no yeah. fighting. That it's just like a statement of how things are, yeah. and it's just like really cool. And I basically just explained what I was going to be doing. I was going to interact with that and how things go forward. But really interesting hearing about all the other nations. Yeah. Um, like one of the ambassadors had like a, a, a contract put out on them last summit, which was now repealed. Nice. And the guy was like, "Hey, it kind of sucks that no one actually tried to kill me, but it was cool that it was a thing." Yeah, you know, that sort of thing. It's just like little yeah, wiki yeah. fun. Um, we had like a bunch of stuff. Uh, we can't probably say too much stuff about this, but like uh, some of the clandestine activities that are possible through the various networks that are available through through the empire. Uh, I, it's I'm, very interesting. I find that element of the game and the possibilities, the avenues of having like a, you know, like a 007 network. Hey, it's is, very exciting. There right? is a lot of that out there, yeah. by the way. A lot. If this year has taught us anything about how many different systems are working at the same time, all concurrently mm-hmm. and affecting each other, that yeah. you might not even be aware of happening, right? It like, was really fun to hear about opposite numbers in other nations as well, and like little vendettas between people involved in the intelligence mm-hmm. agencies, mm-hmm. essentially. And they're like, "I really want to get this person, right?" Oh it's yeah, a bit like, oh, I know what you're talking about. It's yeah, a bit yeah, like yeah. wanting to take out, like you can imagine somebody in like the the, the 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 sort of the James Bond world saying like. I really want to get James Bond. Like, you know, it's like, um, you know, uh, Tinker's Taylor, Soldier so just Spy. Like that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, where there's like one opposite number yes. who is like this crazy good, dipl- like a secret entity yeah. and like you're all basically trying to kill each other for all these yeah. massive schemes. Yeah, really fun. Uh, it's great. Um, at the end of that meeting, uh, obviously the uh, Asavayan, uh, we did just do this giant raid against Asavaya, mm. so therefore... Diplomacy with this nation is probably not going to continue too much longer. <laughs> uh, they're going to be rather upset. Um, I heard later on that night that they, I think Asavea had done something. Is either that night or Saturday? I'll bring it up now. But they had announced their declaration of war by having trumpets sounded in Senate. Wow. Yeah, like a big, like actual manifestation of trumpets and some uh, something else happened as well. Mm. But like, I thought that was cool. Like the That's kind of cool. like this epic, like just to let you know, yeah, we'd be fighting now. Yeah. You know, uh, really fun. Um, <clears throat> we we had a mooch around. Um, I saw uh, Pud singing in Wintermark. We were just mo- well, well, me and me and Bung were like. Hey, we haven't been to Wintermark in like forever, right? Yeah, yeah, Not for yeah. like a, a drink. So we we walked around there for a bit. Um, Pud was doing a performance uh, to a to a house. Are they a house? I think 
No, I don't know. Oh, they have uh, a hall, a hall, a hall in Winsmark. They, yeah. uh, they were doing it for a hall. Um, I couldn't help myself. He stopped singing. It was so good. I just ran up and like gave Pud a bit of Big a hug. Yeah. And it was just, it's just like, he I came round the, to the camp. Uh, oh, later, he did? By the way. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. And it was so funny because, uh, you know, He's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, and, so and he was introducing himself. And but he's also so humble and lovely. he's amazing. It's really talented people that are just really humble and sweet. Yeah. Like I love Pud, but yeah. I, 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 his song, wonderful. Yeah, like just like uh, really, really good. But um, always a pleasure seeing him. We went. Uh, we walked around the mark for a bit. God, it's hard to find a decent place to drink in the mark. I'm gonna say this, okay? There's one bar that we went to that we went to ages ago. Now they've only got like one bench. It was it was really low key. I was just like, oh, the, I think the problem is the mark has loads of these large halls yeah. where people go to and hang out. So there's not as much kind of like public area for for non winter markers to really engage mm. with the mark. They have that fire thing on the hill on the on the open greens. Yeah, it's like a storytelling area. Yeah, isn't it? but, but it's were... not it's not like a. A social space, no. as far as I can gauge. I mean, forgive us if I'm wrong. By the way, winter. Yeah, we might be wrong. I, I don't know a lot about. I think winter we went Mark. up there and they were doing some sort of ritual, and I think we kind of mm. we, I, I, we didn't interrupt it, but we spoke next to it, asking for like where could we grab a drink, and it was just like, oh, this is actually we kind of been a bit inappropriate here and had yeah, to leave type yeah. thing. Like, like it wasn't made that way. You know, you just get that vibe. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah. fuck, okay, I gotta yeah, go. yeah, we should. Leave, um, yeah. But yeah, so that was our our yearly drinking Wintermark. Um, we went up to uh, a bar in the Marches, which is now run by our uh, friend Jim, who was part of our striding. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's really good. Pretty impressive little yeah, place yeah, they yeah, got there. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is it, the Imperial Drop or something? What was the beer they had? They've changed their beer recipe. Fuck, that shit's legit. Yeah, it, for me, that was the more of a Saturday thing, which we'll get to when we get to Yeah, Saturday, we, we'll but, talk about that later. But um, it was, it, it's it's a lovely place. Why don't you tell us about your... Uh... Yeah, so for me, while all this has been happening, I've genuinely been... Uh, after that, it was national... After um, Fawns Council, it was national training. Uh, the light levels had dropped by this time. Yeah, uh, sun came down real fast, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, and basically archery is not possible uh, for safety reasons once the light gets to a certain level. Mm-hmm. I actually brought a archery target uh with me uh, i built like a boss for it that was um which we never got to use unfortunately just light levels were never at a, a point and the game wasn't at a point where we could get people to actually go and have a competition or do something with it i think at the, the market would be a really good location for that though do you think mm, no i don't think it would be safe there with other people around it's it's finding a, a clear space where people aren't yeah walking. you'd have to clear it yeah and yeah. then have people in separate lines right yeah but... it's something that actually needs proper organization what i've mm. done is i've given it to Irialite. Mm. Because uh, ultimately, just me storing it is a hassle, and they will, even if it never gets used at an Empire event, it will be used at one of their events. Yep. So that was really good. Yep. Yep. Um, still, we still had the uh, Navarchers kind of meeting afterwards, just introducing everybody to everybody, talking about general ethos, running through things, uh, passing on some sort of uh, OC kind of uh, rules stuff clarifications just to people stuff like that it was just nice to have sort of touch base with everybody as well and just generally do all of that after that i just went around and had a great time <laughs> seeing like literally as Talis does uh popping around seeing various people from different nations asking them where they might be sending their military units with my coconut and straw in hand uh the coconut and straw i i i, I, I love i like <laughs> you hate everything I, I am. <laughs> I like the bubbles now. 
<laughs> I like the bubbles now. I accept the bubbles. They're fun. The kids love them. It's really fun. Yeah. Like that. The yes, yes, yes. The oh, yes. <laughs> the, uh, basically anything that just repeats the same words over and over. I love um, it so much. Look. And the, the coconut and the straw, I still have a lot to get used to with that, I, I would say. It's, uh, it was when uh, we were we were going to head out together, but I had I actually at that point I was sending off to try and muster some military stuff. I, I should say by the way, I said, I'm sounding like I'm being really yeah. good, dude. I love the fact you're having such a fucking great time. Yeah. Like you're really enjoying yourself, yeah. and it's really fun to see you do that, right? Yeah. Just because I'm a prick and a grumpy grumpy pair doesn't. Mean I think that, like, like uh, there was a point where I was like, oh, do you genuinely not like this? Uh, and actually, um, we've got the kind of relationship, listeners, where it is like, actually, uh, you rib me, and it's actually in a good and healthy and fun way. Well, it's, it's more like, for me, spirit. I may not like, I may not appreciate some of the stuff you do, but yeah. I appreciate you. And yeah. there's a big difference between the yeah, two, yeah. okay? If it ever yeah. got to the point where I'm just like, oh, I hate Ian for these reasons, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, well, that's very different. Whereas I can be critical, I like yeah. the same way you can be critical of me about stuff. It's yeah. like, but at the same time, it's like, I love how you're like expressing yourself and enjoying yourself and really getting yeah. into it. It's so. fun. I think it's when you're doing something like I guess that it's because it's kind of it's a very different set of game from you, Mike. It's quite like performance led. Uh, there is no performance at all to what I'm doing. So it's like uh, it like a lot of my ego in the game is attached to the performance I am conducting. Yeah. As Talis walking around doing the things. Yeah. Right. So it's like it's. Uh, it's and it's important if you are engaging in this type of game to build up the 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 uh, mental strength to understand that that necessarily won't hit for everyone. And it's it's been an important lesson, like to to understand that like I have loads of people who love what I do. Yep. Not everyone has to love what I do. I, I think if you if you're going to be and this actually works with the ambassador game as well. Any any aspect of the game where you are making yourself into a bigger than life person. Uh, or, or putting your head above and being yeah. being someone to look at, you're making yourself a target in that way. Um, if you're being targeted for OC reasons, this is very different, okay? Yeah. That's not okay. Um, however, in-game, that's the nature of the game. Yeah. And therefore, like, I, but I love the way that you're, because I spoke to you about this, and I've been worried about you, like, oh my God, what if people come at you and are like really negative or, or try and make you feel bad for being talus or whatever. But every time I've talked to you about it, you've been in a really positive mind space. And also I think this is, let me put it this way, when we first started playing Empire, if I said to you, public speaking, you'd be like, oh, I don't do public speaking. Yeah, yeah, no, Whereas, 100%. As Talis, you you're not doing formal meetings well sometimes you are yeah. but like you're you're holding court you're being the center of attention yeah. and you're enjoying being in that space being, and it's like great being asked to perform and do things at places like do like bubble stuff and go places and just just literally being like asked to go places mm-hmm. not really for any other reason than who my character is yeah dude nice yeah. is like actually like I never thought as Ian that would be a thing like that I would have that kind of draw you it's know? amazing it's been really cool it's been like honestly it's awesome I have a great fun time and I think uh, this is where I've worried about you like for me Empire has always been this way which is a case of Empire is my holiday mm. Empire is literally the time where I get to go and have fun and that's always been my core objective Mm-hmm. Like all the other stuff is secondary to it. Yeah. If I'm not having a good time, 
I'm not doing it right yeah. for me. And it's like I've been actually worried about you because I think often yeah, we you've might... attached a lot of your game. It's more like I think um, the, and we'll maybe speak about this a bit later, but like, like I was saying, I feel in a really good place with it. And I felt this is the most relaxed yes. I've felt doing this job at any point. And honestly, I haven't had fun at certain points this year. Mm. Like 100%, yeah. I have not enjoyed the experience that I've had. That now, to learn stuff about yourself, sometimes that requires that you do stuff that isn't yeah. fun, okay? Yeah. Like yeah. the learning process about learning hard skills and learning stuff about yourself is not always a, a smooth no. path, right? Yeah. Um, I have I really appreciate the stuff I've learned. I feel like I'm mm. a better person. I've got more skills now than I did mm-hmm. a year ago. Was that always an enjoyable process? Fuck no, yeah. it was awful. But this event, yeah, I was in a really, yeah. really good place mentally. Also, I- the the time that I've spent doing all that stuff, mm. the people and connections yeah. that I've made, like I have a rep now with certain with people with loads yeah. of people I don't even know or people that I've I've, yeah. I've interacted with. Um, actually, I had this one thing. I was walking down the road. This is a Saturday night thing, but I'll bring it up now. Yeah. I see a senator, uh, a Brass Coast senator, um, who has been featured as being critical in a newspaper of me, but I've always got the sense and they've usually voted in favour of whatever I've done or been other stuff. And I just said like, oh, I'm sorry, senator. And they're walking by themselves. And they went, oh, hi. And I said, hi, I'm uh, I'm Keller Ashbourne. I'm the senator to uh, Young. She was like, I know. Yeah. And I was just like, cool. I was just like, hey, I just wanted to say, senator, that I, um, we haven't really had a chance to talk, but... I really appreciate all the support that you've given me while I've been in my role. And she yeah. was like, no problem at all. Like, And we had a bit of a chat. And it was like one of those things nice. where it's a character that we hadn't actually talked directly to mm. each other, but we're very aware of each other. Yeah. And that little conversation was really cool, dude. Like, it was a really nice little... Yeah. Just, yeah. So it's, it's interesting to have... Again, I, I don't know... It's, it's weird, actually, in some ways, although our games are very different, there still are some similarities. For example, the adversarial game and what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. The idea and being told quite clearly by people who are... You know, I have people who look out for me too, right? That there are people who would like to remove me from situations, right? And would like to you know, actively work against me potentially. Yep. And to understand that that's actually all really good fun, mm-hmm. right? Like, I actually feel very like Talis is liked but it's also okay that he's not liked yeah because it's Talis it's not Ian it's Talis yes. right and it's like I, I'm I'm very comfortable in that situation mm. uh, it's actually really fun right if people like come and do a better job right at, at, and you know if you want to like all that kind of stuff it's nice it's nice and fun but and- it's also like you know I'm always in the situation where if people are critical of what I'm doing it's just like what would you do differently? Mm. Like, it's a very different thing to be critical of someone doing a thing. Mm. It's a very different thing to be the person doing the thing, right? Like, it's it's one of those things where it's just like, like, when people are talking to me about it, I'm like, cool, like, yeah, go for it. It's like, also, um, it's been interesting to see, like, my skills, like, and, and that's the full range of, even my physical skills, like, realistically, I can only, for my physical health, like, do a battle, maybe a skirmish, uh, monster the next day. Younger, fitter people could probably do many more skirmishes, do all the things. Okay, but people, is, is fitter that... people than us at our age, don't we? Yeah. And older, by and, the way. Yeah. But, like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, but I'm happy with what I do. Yeah. And I've got the game that I've got. Uh, and what's kind of cool is 
I, I still feel I do my job pretty well. Yeah. And that people respect what I do in my job. And it, it, I think it's actually... Because I think the problem is you can have... Especially in the military game, you can often be sort of made to feel like if you're not out on the front line, you're not doing the fighting mm. all of the time, it, you're out. And it's like, actually, I have a lot of supporters... Uh, and and that's really nice. Like and, and that's built off. I think what I do, pretty much, I would say even more so outside of battle than what I actually do inside of battle. And this comes down to like both of us have good proxies and mm-hmm. good delegations. Uh, the good generals that I know do exactly the same thing. Yeah. Um, and no one is the complete package. Yeah, everybody has weaknesses to to, to themselves and their game and their characters. Um, with a few exceptions, uh, some of our senators are outrageously good. Oh, um, but they really run around. But they right? work hard and they have yeah. good proxies too, yeah. right? Um, and the, yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, tell me about yeah. Okay, how so much do you want to go into that? Was basically my my day, yeah. and then heading in tonight, which is basically catching up with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had arranged to have a weapon reading, and that has been a, a bunch of letter correspondence between me and a character from uh, the league called Tongs Barbosa, right? And uh, they sent me this wonderful letter back to, to this letter that I'd sent. It basically was like, I have three things I would like you to look at. Because I thought, I'm going to make a... F- I really wanted to go full in on having this LARP experience, ultimately. Sure. And that was basically my, my father's scalpel, my mother's sword, which I found when I was in um, Zenith, yep. uh, and uh, my bow. Yeah. And the idea was like... My father gave me the scalpel. My mother had had retrieved the sword, and I had made the bow. Yeah. Right. And I was like trying to have like this reading on all of these different weapons, and they had this ability to apparently hear or, or speak to these weapons. They would speak back. I have no idea about any of the nature of this. I'm gonna so, uh, but to arrange a time and to have. Something very intimate done, actually, because I'd also set this all up with a, a, a fair bit of back, like uh, understanding of what my backstory was, and to actually get to explore that mm. with this idea of this kind of uh, my mum's from Urizen, my father's Navari, and obviously I'm I'm here in Navar now, and I'm looking for my place, which has always been a big question for Talis, like what is his place in the Grace Dance, like how does that sort of fit in, and like, how is he right? finding himself? Yeah, and for everybody else, right? He's constantly, but that is like the nature of Talis. It's, it's the game you're playing, right? It's yeah. to constantly be questioned and to try and rise up to those questions, and uh, and like ha- like that's why pride's become a big virtue to like have pride in actually who I am through the various different challenges of being questioned and essentially like honing down what Talos is. Anyway, it was basically agreed that we would try and uh, meet at a place under the stars in the wood. In the woods, sorry. And that was really cool. So we did it like late at night. We actually ended up doing it literally in our camp, but we kind of did it away from the sort of the main area. Mm -hmm. And I asked that nobody disturb us, basically. And everyone was really awesome and didn't. And they set up this kind of whole sort of, I don't know how else to describe it, like a live performance setup with like lights and a, a, a rug and a sort of a, a silver teapot. And uh, I had all my kind of weapons aside. I had to wear a mask and they were, they would put on a mask and they said, when I put on the mask, I'll have a, uh, like I'll change. Or oh, it was really cool. It was really cool, right? And then we saw, and then, uh, and by the way, uh, again, this very much is, 
com- don't use any of this information. This is I'm telling you <coughs> about this heresy. I'm telling you about all this because it's awesome, right? But please, like you know, yeah, discover this, this for yourself, yeah, 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 right? Because definitely. and I hope actually I'm not spoiling too much of the performance of this because I know this was the first one they'd ever done as well. Oh, interesting. So this is their first time doing it. Okay, uh, but you couldn't tell because it was absolutely incredible. Um, so I go away and I get my mask right because they're like the rituals about to begin also they've given me a um a scale like a metal scale uh, uh and i had to sort of bring that with the mask and I had all the weapons kind of laid out and i come back to this kind of mat and they've got these lights set up and it's at this point the lights kind of fully gone down and they kind of sort of like on all fours kind of pretty much kind of like come into the light like and emerge and the masks on and stuff and they start like talking to me as like a like a sort of different person right yeah and they ask for the weapons and things and I'm kind of handing them over but before they begin uh, they are like before I know if the weapons will speak to us we have to like uh, see uh, we have to sort of uh, drink from this water and they that's it as well they asked me to get clear water this was really cool they asked me to get some clear water so I went and got some clear water and put it in the teapot and then. I don't know how they did it. Again, all of this is like cool performance art stuff. Mm-hmm. But then they pour the teapot and it like changed color. That's the. It's going to be a. It a might be one of those teapot. It might be one of those, right? Yeah. yeah. It was really cool, uh, and it was like, uh, I think it was actually blue. I think I might even still have some staining on my hands from it. Uh, but it looked like in this bowl they poured it into like blood red, right? And I was like, holy shit! <laughs> I was not, I was not prepared, right? And they poured some in a cup for me to drink. And, they were, and then they were like, and then I have to see if my blood will mix with this liquid. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and they, they cut like this part thing on their arm and literally start like draining blood into the thing. But it's obviously all like a, I guess like a stage prop thing, mm-hmm. but it's so well done. And then it's sort of like, if my blood mixes, they won't speak to me. If it doesn't mix, they'll, they'll speak to me. And this is all like being done and like, it's kind of all done under this kind of like shroud. And then they kind of reveal that it obviously it's not it's not mixed, and the weapons will speak to me. Right. Okay. If they, it doesn't mix, they will speak. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And then I hand over the scalpel, and I like this was given by my father. And then they start going through basically the because the weapons only know uh, because they they don't have eyes, right? But they're aware of the presence in which they're held and the feelings that they have while they're being held. It's very interesting. They're like, and they had it was this whole, it was really cool, right? So the scalpel was all about creation and that, like, you know, it wanted me to sort of still pursue all of that and, like, to basically, you know, it's, uh, it wants to, it's proud of when I save lives and it feels the loss of when I kind of fail, essentially. It was really, really cool. But what got really spicy when it moved to, like, my mother's sword and it was just such a cool, like, this is the thing. It was like one of those, you know, like in D&D, when someone gives you, like, a really, or any role-playing game, someone gives you, like, a really cool lore drop. And you've kind of given, you've kind of given permission to, like, you know, run wild with this, right? And they, they do, and you it's amazing. You prepped them, right? Like, you I prepped them up them a with bit. a few things, yeah. but I left it very open. I was like, essentially do whatever you want. Like, surprise me. Yeah. Uh, and they, I was like, this was my mother's sword. She was, like, a sentinel of Urizen. And she was like, oh, yeah, no, this this isn't your mother's sword. This is, like, a sword from, like, the founding of the Empire, like an old high guard sword that's been passed through, like, all of these different hands. And it was, she's like, you know, your mother was, like, very skilled, and it's like uh, like an Urizeni could have cut for a blade. But actually, she this whole thing of, like, going, like, it went from your mother to your grandfather, and then through all these different heroes, 
essentially, all the way back. It was so cool. It was like one of these moments It's like, it's gone through these hands and these hands and these hands. And it's done all these kind of like awesome things. It was awesome, dude. It was so cool. I was just like in awe of just like the performance space. Mm. And you've got to imagine all this is being done with light. There's this little candle light and they're constantly like moving in and out and doing this very kind so of live. Their being lit exactly, up and Exactly. And the weapons coming in and out. And, the, and, and they talk to the sword and the sword talks to them. They put it up to their ear and they listen and they laugh at the jokes the sword has. And like when I say something that's sort of silly... Or when I say something that kind of offends them, or they, you know, they're they're pleased, the things they're happy with, the things they're not. It was so good. And then I get my bow, and then the bow. It was the bow. The bow was so good because you know I've always had the whole thing with the whole hero Kellyanne stuff with like mm. oh it got had like a lucky shot. She was like oh the bow's offended, right? The bow's offended because it's like you're by saying it was lucky, you're actually like insulting the bow because the bow made the shot. Right, it was so good. It was just so fucking awesome. It's like you, the bow wants you to have pride in its accomplishments, right? It was so awesome. Right? I was just like, fuck. It was it just it, the whole delivery. Your your bow has pride. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It was. So I was like, oh man, I've got. I'm. I don't know. I, I don't know how I do this, but I'm like, man, maybe I could get like my bow hallowed. You can pride or something. That would be yeah, like, yeah, really yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'll have to do something like that because it was just so cool. But anyway, so this this whole thing it was like it was a long thing as well. It felt long anyway, and I was really drawn into it. Um, it was just, I would say, like as a as a performance experience, the coolest thing I've done in LARP. Wow! It was. It sounds so amazing. good. Like the player involved as well. When you mentioned yeah. them before we start recording, like she's legit. Right? Yeah, really like, good. I was like, I felt like you know when you see one of those really good like. Uh, live theatre performances mm-hmm. with all of the like I guess like magician tricks I don't even know how to express it yep. was just the sleight of hand all the the, the way of uh, you know like how a uh, a person doing a card trick will get you to draw the card they'll get you to do the things yeah. and you can be baffled by how they did it afterwards it was all of that sort of level of performance I, I've become this uh, I'm a firm believer in I know a couple of people that have learnt like little magic tricks and I've got an idea for like how to make uh, my next character who might be a physic and make their stuff more interesting I love this idea of physical performance and magic and sleight of hand and all this stuff is yeah. like those skills where there's no digital medium or anything become crazy good on the field right like uh it was amazing like yeah. absolutely incredible and i can't thank them enough and it was interesting as well because it was like um yeah it, I, it's the kind of thing where it's like it was because it was their first time as well i i like they must have had to have put all of this together and and i actually only, only inquired about this two weeks before the event as well Wait, dude it's like but like, both of us are dms in D and D, right like there's you can go in with certain plans, yeah. but after a while, like you gotta, you gotta adapt and yeah. imp- improvise yeah. and do all this stuff, right? Like, and I'm sure if you spoke to her, she'll be like, "Oh man, I messed this up, and this mm. wasn't how I wanted it to be." But from an audience member's perspective, it's yeah. like, "Holy moly, that was amazing!" Right? She has no idea what, what questions I'm going to ask, right? Yeah, because she tells me like the lineage and all the stories and how the, the weapons feel, but then she's like, "Do you have any questions?" I get to ask each of them multiple questions. So it's like three different instances, three very different personalities, three di- like multi. You know, it's very. Cool. Are you happy with all your weapons? Do you yeah. like all Whether, your weapons? Yeah, oh yeah, oh dude, it was so cool. And like, uh, yeah, the Do whole, they like you. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I just have to. It, the whole pride thing was like it's. It really fit well, and the way she kind of. I think she'd seen through the letter I'd written, and like the responses 
kind of you know again good kind of DM yeah 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 like you can kind of sense the the way things it would be nicely fulfilled empathy right like you gotta smash out it was great it was amazing Um, so I had a cracking time that's amazing um yeah, after that, like uh, me and Bung just carried on going. Like we went to uh, the 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 pyramid tent thing, Star Tent, wherever it's called. Star Bar. In, it's Star Bar. Yeah. Um, that was a bit loud, a bit raucous for us. We were a bit more low key than that. Yeah. So we uh, we met Benno there, who yeah. is Callum's new character. Um, I met Benno just after you'd left. Yeah, he is outrageous. But it was really interesting to see Callum mm. like existing in this new character at Empire. He's still yeah. finding his feet, still like working out the character. He's still. Crazy big character, crazy cool, but seeing him kind of like feeling his way. He's with the yeah. Reapers now, and I've got some like I really love the Reapers. You got some really good players in the Reapers. It was again good. It's when you see different characters, and like when I first met his character, and bear in mind, Talis is a very different character in some ways, but like we hit it off straight away just as characters. I felt it was like we had a really good time, and he and and uh, yeah, I mean obviously as people we really liked he's, each he's, other. He's playing it as if he's uh, Sinwig's lawyer. Yes, who and Sinwig ran up like a crazy amount of debt or whatever, yeah. and like harassing Agni for it. it it's just good fun. It's right? so it's really good. Fun. It was lovely. Um, we went to Wise Guys in uh, Dawn. It's become my proper nice place to yeah. hang. Like I really like the guys that run it. There's always interesting oh, characters. Yeah. Um, it's just a good place to be. Uh, like wise guys a lot. Um, there's a bar in the in the bar called the Dog End, yeah, yeah. and it's got this reputation of being a bit of a dive bar. And there's yeah. always like something going on there. Like there's there was a fist fight over the weekend. Yeah. So there was all sorts of cool stuff going yeah. on in there. Every time I go there, it's always shut, right? It's always shut every time I go. So we went yeah. up there to go to it, and um, it was shut again. And me and Bung are like, fuck's sake. Like, this, yeah. well, why is it never open when we want to go and grab a drink type thing? Yeah. I heard they opened up after we left again, yeah. you know, anyway. But um, through the dark of the Navarre camp, we saw an angel. And this angel is the uh, the wheelbarrow. Um <laughs> I've not been to the wheelbarrow. The wheelbarrow is so good. Like the guy that runs it is just a proper chap. He's a really good bloke. Like we're starting to talk OC now. Uh, we, I love the guy. I love what he does. It's got a really fun thing. Like I forgot to mention, like last time, like the really funny things. Like he'll be like, "Oh, so like, oh, do you have any of this?" And he'll be like, "Oh, let me just uh, check downstairs in the cellar." And he'll turn around and do you know when you do the stepping down and you lower yeah. yourself down like you're in the stairs. Amazing. And then he'll yell up like, "No, there's nothing down here." And then it'll come back up again type thing like really funny um, amazing we had a couple of shots there um, he had his uh, wonderful uh, a brass coast lady was helping him out which is yeah. his OC girlfriend and we just it was just good vibes yeah, really yeah, we yeah, had a good yeah. time um, after we were Baro, we were like uh, oh, what should we do and I was like hey we should go to the orc camp yeah. and see if we can find this ambassador and have a chat um, I also want to speak to Udu as well got there um I walk around the camp. Love being in the orc camp generally. Uh, vir- there were a lot less orcs there this event than uh, mm. previously for a bunch of reasons what I won't go into now. But um, a lot less people were there. But we found our, our ambassador. Mm. We sat down. He had a really good chat, and it was really nice touching base with him, especially because he's he knows right. He's mm. an ambassador to yeah, yeah, save yeah, the yeah. nation, right? Yeah. Like he knows exactly, and he's. Uh, well, I don't know whether it was officially declared then. I know by Saturday we had de- mm. they had declared war on us and we had declared war on Asaveya, effectively yeah. ending his his job, uh, his yeah. job, right? Yeah. Um, but he was a really good contact, and another guy came over and was talking to him about something separately, and Eternals came up. 
Okay, right. and the reason why we should be so scared about Yarm is because they don't need a Regio to cast magic. They can use an Eternal, which can then cast magic on us all the way over here sure. in the Empire, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was like one of those things, well, I think they can do it with loads and loads more mana, but sure. it's more expensive, right? I think, I don't know, maybe I'm talking about my ass. But the wheels in my head just yeah. went, go, 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 ching. And I was like, Eternals. Yeah. Why have I not? Use like because basically I'm like a imagine me diplomacy wise being in a room and the yeah. room is getting smaller and smaller and smaller and yeah, there's so yeah, much yeah. less room to maneuver and way less corridors I can yeah. walk down and it's basically at this point I'm like I'm my face is inches away from the spikes at this point yeah. right like there's I was just like Eternals why haven't I thought of this like is there a way that we could potentially do this um, over the weekend another there was a guy from Eurozen came over and he was like talking to me about uh, uh, astrology stuff. Mm. And I was just like, what about Eternals? What do you know about Eternals? He says, well, I'm talking to this Eternal later type thing and this other thing. I was just like, could you maybe talk yeah. to them about Yarm and the Empire type thing and see if this is a way I can approach it. Yeah. Also give someone else game. I can't really talk about what yeah, the results were, sure. but there were some little fun results from that. And it yeah. was like one of those things which was just kind of like fun, how it was like, I've been doing this for a year and at no point did I go Eternals. Yeah. And now I was like, oh snap, Eternals. Something I know nothing about, but other people do. It makes sense. It's almost like one of those, um, I get, what do you call them? Like a diplomatic back channel, almost. Like a di- like I a, don't know enough about yeah, them. Yeah. I, I really don't. But like, They're outside Eurozen, the normal rules, right? Eurozen do know a lot about yeah. this. A lot of people's game is literally interacting with Eternal. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's just kind of like, hey, can I use this as like a kind of a way to try and get something? And mm. something might be on the cards for it, which I really can't talk about. Yeah, but it was one of sure. those very interesting things. Um, yeah, love talking to the ambassador. Really, really nice. That is the end of my Friday do you have anything to add? It was a lot of uh, depravity and debauchery. Yes. Uh, I was... I indulged myself I was relatively, Friday and Saturday. I was relatively badly behaved on the Friday, but not as badly as I was Saturday. You were on it like a car bonnet for the whole weekend, it's, basically. It, it, it's... Like, actually, it's just... Like, I'd kind of decided what I wanted out of the weekend. And mm. one of the things was just to go and see a whole bunch of people, socialise, catch up, and just have a crack in time. And I just did, I did a lot of that. So I'm sorry, listener, it's not particularly exciting. There's no great ex- conversation to be had. I had, a, I had just an amazing time. Yeah. Like, Star Bar, I, again, I went off to uh, Blind Eye as well. Uh, popped around a bunch of other places. Like, yeah. I went to the dog end. Like, when you actually went open. to the dog end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, no, I was, I, I was up at the bar talking to the to the bar staff and stuff. Oh man, cool. I got to get in there at some point. Oh, it was uh, great. Obviously. It was great. By the way, I didn't manage it even on the Saturday. I still had never been for a pint there. It's oh like, no, it's lovely. It's like uh, I think the problem is it's too close. Yeah. What I should do is I should use it as my like pre-drink warm-up place that I go to as we're leaving the camp stop in there for a pint have a chat and then move on because yeah. I know the guys that run it I've, oh, I've played different incredible. systems with lovely, them. lovely guys they're really cool and I, I like interacting with them in the games that I have played so anyway folks uh, we're going to take a, a, a wee little break now get some uh, get rehydrated and then um, we'll come back and talk about Big Saturday Big Saturday Woo!